right, we're back, episode 12. Is that right? Well, I mean, I'm not the co-host. Uh, the co-host probably at this point will be able to jump in and, and tell you with assurances that it is episode 12, but the co-host did not show. He didn't, and it makes me so sad. He's on his way home. <laughs> he's on his way home. Maybe uh, he's had uh, a long week. You know, I don't think that in this business we take things personally, but I think it was personal. <laughs> Would you like to introduce yourself? No. Well, okay. Uh, I'm Jim Carter, the... Uh, High school athletic director and uh, head baseball coach here at Good Pasture. And welcome to Beyond the Blue and Gold. And we're missing Heath Pickard, if you all couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, I've been really excited about this opportunity. Yeah. And, uh, you know. He um, wanted I, you to be here. Well, I mean, I've been eagerly anticipating the invitation. Yeah. And awaiting it. Uh, if, if I recall, I'm not sure which episode, but he uh, referenced my name with, <laughs> he did. Re- with regard to dancing. He did. He I will did. give him credit. He was spot on. <laughs> In his uh, analysis, yeah, I don't see Jim Carter being a good dancer. I'll just be no. honest. Coach Carter is not going to dance. I don't see Coach Carter even liking the idea of dancing. You know, we need to have him on here. We do within the before and he the semester. Like the idea of that, I guarantee that, but he needs to be on here. <laughs> he, um, he will. He'll do it because he needs to give us an athletics update. In all seriousness, it's been great for our community, <laughs> and I've really enjoyed listening to it. Yeah. And so I did have. Uh, great excitement and great anticipation. And then, uh, I w- first of all, I walked to the wrong place uh, to record this. And then once Zach Shockley told me, oh, no, um, it's not in this place, right. not in the auditorium. Yes. Uh, and then when I he's turned- a producer, he produ- that's helps right. produce That's this. right. That's yeah. right. And uh, I knew I could count on him. And then I turned <laughs> the corner here in, in in the course room, in the studio here. Yeah. And there's there's no co-host. There's a chair empty. There's a chair that's empty. And when I asked where the co-host was, oh, he forgot. He's on his way home. <laughs> that's truly beyond the blue and gold. You know, well, it really is. Yeah, it really yeah. is. And of course, my response was, well, that's not surprising to me because <laughs> in ten years I've been here, he asked me to speak in chapel one time, and and that time only he only asked me because he'd fallen out of a tree. <laughs> and and. You know, had an unfortunate injury, and we were very at that point. We were so low on the totem pole that you got that, called. That he up. asked me to speak in chapel, oh. and I was not asked back. So <laughs> you haven't, you know, since that, that's since correct. That Once he got healthy, uh, you, I, I was I was not asked ever oh. again. So th- this really just fits, and it's really, you know, really I think it symbolizes the relationship that that you know Heath Pickard and I have. Yeah, I can um, tell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not bitter. I, this is not a bitter I, gym. No, I'm no. Just, just being Coach honest. Carter. Yeah. Just, just being, being honest. honest. Yeah. He's great for our school. Yeah. And he's unbelievable for our kids. And he grows every uh, every individual, every student on our campus grows spiritually uh, because of the relationship with Heath Pickard. I don't grow at all. <laughs> and there you have it. That's correct. <laughs> love Mr. Pickard. I know. I uh, hate do. that he's not here today because I would love the opportunity to to be here, but but excited to be here. Excited to talk about you know our kids and our coaches and yeah. uh, what's going on in the world of athletics here. It's such a big part of Good Pastures DNA, athletics. Absolutely. And so kind of walk us through, even before we kind of get into that, how did you come to Good Pasture? Let's start there. You know, I'm from the area and mm-hmm. I went to, to Davidson Academy and graduated from there a long time ago and knew, uh, certainly of Good Pasture, mm-hmm. uh, but really, my first, I would say, really understanding of, of the people that are around Good Pasture uh, occurred really as I 
exited high school and I was playing uh, summer baseball, mm-hmm. and um, I was playing over multiple years for for Jeff Forehand before mm-hmm. he became the coach here, and then when he be, became the coach here, and so when he took the job here, which would have been, I believe, in the summer of 90, 1993. Okay, one of his you know first first acts was a. Uh, he came out here and just wanted to do some work on the field, and so he mm-hmm. and we had a great relationship. Still have a great relationship to this day. He had me and a, and a graduate of Good Pasture, uh, Kevin Aiken, that mm-hmm. came out with uh, with Coach Witten, who was his coach at Belmont, and many people in our community would would still remember Coach Witten mm-hmm. and um, had us help him uh, rebuild the mound oh. on uh, on a <laughs> okay. summer day. And uh-huh. so I still have great memories of that. And then he did incredible things here, obviously. And mm-hmm. as I went through at that time, I was in college, and as I went through my you know college journey, played baseball at Jackson State Community College, and then at Freed Hardeman, graduated from Freed Hardeman. Go and Lions, then, yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> uh, took my head first coaching, first head coaching job, in uh, in Jackson. Oh yeah, Tennessee yeah. At Jackson Christian. And then after Jackson Christian, I, I moved back to Middle Tennessee, coached at some various places. I was at Hunters Lane for two years then Davidson uh, for, for seven years, and then Mount Juliet for two years. And then and it truly was the Lord, the Lord leading me here. This is my 10th year yeah. oh, uh, here really? as a baseball coach. And, okay, uh, yeah. Fifth year on the athletic side, uh, yes. one year assistant athletic director, and this is our fourth year as the athletic director. So I kind of say it uh, a lot of people this way. It's never been harder to mm-hmm. be in high school athletics as a coach and an administrator now. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, it's never been more important. Okay. And why's that? The world that is surrounding uh, our young men and our young women, Mm -hmm. just a parent would say the same thing. There's never been a more important time to help them understand the things that so often in their world, they're being presented as not important. Mm -hmm. Commitment, intent, a recognition of it's not about you. Sure. Yeah, I think as a culture and as a school, as a whole, I think we do a good job at doing that and remembering. The thing I always have to remind myself is, especially hearing people in the in the crowd, they're yelling at the student as if it's someone who's making $2 million. You know, right. it's like this, they're just a 14-year-old, you know, they're... They have a lot of little feelings, you yeah, know, to try I agree to remember that. that. Yeah. I agree with that. I think we lose sight of that sometimes. Sure. I think we lose sight of that. And I think, you know, I think we've got we've had some examples athletically recently because, mm-hmm. you know, we just graduated a senior class that in in some sports. Oh, yes. Those kids just succeeded at an unbelievable level from well, a team standpoint playing, yeah. and from an individual yeah. standpoint. You know, you've got you've got volleyball players playing at sure. a high level in college. You've got uh, basketball players playing at a high level, including the SEC. Yes. You've got baseball players in the SEC and also two guys that are playing professionally, got drafted yeah. last year. And because so many of us that are involved here uh, across the board, and, and we we had watched those those kids, and I, and I mm-hmm. rather use that term for a reason because yes, they are. they are. We watched those kids play for so long that the more you watch them excel, the more you start to, in your own mind, you don't even realize it, but you've turned them into a college level player, yes, a yes. professional level player, yes. and it's man, you got to remember this is an seventeen year old kid, yes, it's an still high school, kid yeah, who's still going through it. We're you know we're kind of at a spot with our athletic programs where we are excelling, and I know just from my days in admissions, like it is a revolving door with students and their families who are coming on campus. 
to well, they want to be a part of our teams. They want to be a part of this culture. They want to be a part of this experience and for that outsider who is interested in coming to Good Pasture and to be a part of our culture in regards to athletics, what can they expect? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I think high school athletics has really evolved. Mm-hmm. High school athletics and coaching, families, parents that are involved in their in their kids' lives from an athletic perspective, whether that be a time commitment or whether mm-hmm. that be uh, financially I think it's so important that as the world of high school athletics evolves, mm-hmm. that we recognize that we pay attention to it, we evolve with it, mm-hmm. but we don't bend on our non-negotiables. Sure, we don't bend on our absolutes. Mm-hmm. And for us, in our community, what we want is we want coaches and we want athletes that recognize the commitment that it takes to be successful in these programs, we hope that means you win ball games. Sure. We hope that means you win championships. We hope that means we get opportunities, our athletes get opportunities to play at the next level. Mm-hmm. But we also recognize that playing at the next level is rare. Sure. We've sure. been very fortunate here and across the board, but it's very rare. Winning championships, we've been very fortunate here, but it's very rare. Mm-hmm. All those things need to be celebrated. Mm-hmm. But what I think you, you've got to have, your non-negotiable, is that your environment every single day has to be presented at a high standard mm-hmm. with high accountability and high expectations. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you see too much of a movement to the things that at the end of the day just don't really matter. Sure. Sure. They matter to us because we get wrapped up mm-hmm. in the emotion of stuff. But at the end of the day, they don't really matter. Right. At some point, the game's going to end for everybody. Mm-hmm. What we want is we want them to know that when the game ends, if that's as they go to college mm-hmm. or if that's as, as they take on some type of professional life that's outside of athletics when they get out of college, that they know during their time here that they understood the commitment that it takes, that this, the history and tradition of Good Pasture is owed, mm-hmm. uh, that they understand who they represent, mm-hmm. that they represent the, the God that made them. Uh, they represent their parents, their families. They represent their school, the program. They represent all the families and players and coaches that poured into that program before they played. Mm-hmm. They represent the, the people that are currently in the program, uh, their teammates, and they represent themselves. And that every opportunity they have is an opportunity to glorify God and represent all those people in a first-class manner. My belief and our belief here is a byproduct of that is winning. Sure, <laughs> yeah. And we believe, and and it's in many cases uh, proven to be true, that the championships at whatever level, district, region, state championships, are just kind of sort of kind of – just fall into place. Yes, as yes. weird as that sounds, but we believe strongly in that, and it's it's really awesome to see coaches and athletes and families that believe in that also, mm-hmm. and pour into each other, and then celebrate together. And I mean, anybody that's been on this campus for you know, for a basketball game can can see that, or a football yeah. game, and just see how long people hang around. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, really I've become fun. legendary for. Flipping the lights off in the gym until Roger went and got these motion lights 
that don't go off in the gym. Yes. So well, now I can't flip them all. But there's like, you know? but there's people like me who I've got to talk to Rep Broussard and I've got to talk to Jaden Jones. And I think that's extremely yeah. unique. And in the places I've been, uh, all great communities. Yeah, but right. I'd never seen that quite like here. Yeah. You know? and, and that's really awesome, even though. I get a bad rap sometimes. Everybody thinks I want everybody to get out of the gym or get off the field. I think you do. Some nights I do. <laughs> so you mentioned just some athletes performing at the next level. So uh, I don't know if you saw, but Brendan Jones is now on a T-shirt. Did you? I, I yeah, did see that. I ordered one. <laughs> yes, I, I did see that. I can't wait to wear it. I can't wait to wear it. No, but it's so exciting that our some of our student athletes are getting those types of are they deals? Is that what it kind of it is an NIL? Yeah, is I don't I don't is? know exactly yeah, the ins and outs of Brendan's yeah, situation, yeah. but uh, we did laugh about it. I got yeah. to see got to see him. I and, can't wait to wear and, it. Yeah. Uh, Fred and Angela uh, over over the break. Yeah. Brendan was in for Thanksgiving, and I, and I would and love then, to have him back just to hear because now he's he's a junior, right? Uh, that's correct. Yeah, so just yeah. to he's somebody who has even like him or a PJ Smith, you know, someone who is who put a lot of work on the court, on the field, and especially in the classroom. And just we developed, you know, we all think we all, several of us got, well, I'll speak for Brendan since, you know, for you with baseball, but all, there were several of us who got to kind of pour into him. So to see him be successful and to see him on social media and then just carry himself because he's a great student, you know, yeah. um, I think that's really neat to see that. You know, we talked about NILs because that is a big thing that's happening in college. And I guess is that – Something that's happening in high school well, athletics, not as much. Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all kind of how people will will verbalize mm-hmm. it. it. It's not nil like you would think of with college nil. Yes, basically, what the TWSAA did last year is they just kind of adjusted the interpretation to the amateur rule. Okay, okay. And so it just allowed kids that are athletes at the high school level to be compensated for certain things that they weren't able to be compensated for. Okay, okay. So in the interpretation of it, it did open up some lanes, but it's not like it's, right. it's not like you're going to be driving down 65. When You know, with reference to this way, last year when we talked about it, it's not like you're going to be driving down 65 and see Carson Rucker, you know, in a- advertising for, you know, Nissan of Rivergate. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you weren't going to see that. But what it did free up is just in some spaces maybe where just kids were working camp yeah, or things like that or, or you know, where they were able to be compensated without any kind of, well, you know, did I interpret this right? Mm-hmm. So I thought it was a really wise decision by the TWSAA yeah. to just kind of adjust the interpretation of the amateur rule. but. Okay. Because of the space that we live in now and that NIL, mm-hmm. uh, everybody knows that. Everybody Every, can yes. recite that. Right. That's what it sort of turned into. Right. And you probably could say, yes, that's what it is, but it's not really the same yeah. thing. You but know. that's good to know. But what are the other things, like similar to NIL actually being inter- a new interpretation of the amateur rule, That what are those things that parents reach out to you asking about? I feel like the biggest one is – you know, if someone is coming in once they've started high school, when families who are like we like we'd like to transfer to Good Pasture to play. Yeah, I think this is this is the part right here where everybody's like, "Well, I've enjoyed listening to this, but I, this is not going to be very interesting." <laughs> no, so I'm going to go ahead and cut it off. <laughs> Thanks everybody um, for listening. No, yeah, it's going to yeah, be great. That, that's correct. I mean, the only thing that I can say to keep everybody listening is that Heath Pickard's not going to chime in. So. <laughs> That should keep you keep you on the hook because you know you're not going to hear him come in with some 
and some mess comment, it up. Yeah, 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 mess it up. Some comment that only he thinks is funny. That's how he lives every day. Uh, yeah, the eligibility rules are, you know, they are pretty pretty cut and dry, but mm-hmm. every situation is a little bit unique sure. uh, in some cases. Yeah. And I always tell uh, families or, or coaches here when they have questions, I'll answer it to the best of my understanding, the best of my ability. And if, if I'm not sure, I'm going to go to the handbook. And if I'm still not sure, I'm going to pick up the phone and call mm-hmm. the CWSAA and ask them that question. And, and, and they, they'll always help you through it. Yeah. They're not an adversary of schools, right. as some people <laughs> right. uh, think. They're, they're an ally right. to schools. They're there to serve, and they're there to, to help us mm-hmm. as members of their organization. But, you know, the, the, the safest way to say it is that if someone, you know, that's at a – uh, let's let's say an independent school right down the road mm-hmm. uh, from Good Pasture. If they make the decision that they want to be a part of our community, and and they come, th- you know, through our admissions office and set up a tour and visit with our coaches, and they want to be involved in athletics, currently playing that same sport at that other school, you know, the likelihood, without mm-hmm. some unique situation, set of yeah. circumstances, is that they're going to sit out at the varsity level mm-hmm. for twelve months. Now, if someone is at a a sister school, but that school is, let's say, in Chattanooga, mm-hmm. and they make the decision that they, they want to move to Nashville, and they're going to explore places in Nashville, and they set up with our admissions team, have a tour, visit the coach, play the same sport in Chattanooga, and they move here, and so they have what is referred to as a bona fide change of residence, and they move here, well, then they're going to be able to be eligible. Mm-hmm. And so those are the pretty simple ones, sure. right? Yeah. Um, sometimes the more challenging ones are, well, what if I'm in a middle Tennessee and in a uh, independent school playing, and I want to transfer to Good Pasture. I'm in Middle Tennessee, but I'm not right down the road. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. when I would say that anybody in this role in independent schools would say that one of the things they have to, you know, explain and and circle back to with people is that 20 mile radius. Right. Theoretically, I know Good Pasture is pretty centrally located, but theoretically, you could be playing at an independent school that is in Middle Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You know, I say that from a standpoint of you know, how we would view the state, right, right. Say, but you're outside of the 20-mile radius, which is not get on the interstate and drive 20 miles. It's put good pasture at the center and draw a circle around it, right? And so if you're outside of that 20-mile radius and then you move into uh, good pasture's 20-mile radius and remain outside of the school you came from, 20-mile radius, then you're able to come in and have immediate eligibility, Vice versa, obviously, you're sure. a good pasture, you could do that. And so, you know, that does happen. I feel like this might be a great last question because one thing that I've always heard you talk about is the importance of the G-Paw. And now, for those of you all, I hope every, there's people who know what I'm talking about when I said the G-Paw, but that's our athletic logo. Mm-hmm. It started out as a kind of a baseball. Yeah, it started logo. in the baseball Just, program when Jeff Forehand was yeah. here and Justin Lowe. Okay. Justin Lowe, who's still still helping us in, yeah. in capacities and what he does and looking at our strategic plan yeah. and what we may be able to do to, to enhance our campus mm-hmm. uh, with physical structures. Uh, Justin's playing a big role in that. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, he's the one that um, – that's, that's a good, the legendary that's a good fun story. Fact. Yeah, yeah. That is uh, good. Created the G Paul during uh, Jeff Warren's time here, and then that has become our brand. Yes, yeah. and I love it. I that's one thing I know. You talk about this, you know, especially with baseball that the history that is that makes up the G Paul within the baseball department, but the baseball department with the baseball yeah. team. But I think you could extend that out to say all athletics. Absolutely, right? you could extend that out to everything that's that's good pasture. Mm-hmm. How I phrase it, and how we phrase it in our program, 
is it's all about the G Paul mm-hmm. because what the G Paul is is the G Paul represents anybody that has ever poured into in what we're talking about in the baseball program, but you can substitute anything in good pasture that you want to substitute mm-hmm. instead of say baseball program. It's all about that G Paul because that G Paul represents anybody that has ever poured into it. Now what we're talking about is we're talking about players, mm-hmm. we're talking about coaches, we're talking about managers, trainers, parents, siblings. Friends. Fans. That fans. <laughs> Thank you. Anybody that's ever poured into it. And the more we can get our guys to realize that it's all about the G-Paul, I believe it has an opportunity to do two things. Number one, it moves them off of the it's about me. Mm-hmm. Because it's not about it's not about me. And specifically when I say that, it's not about me. Sure. These guys can recite in our program that if I'm not the coach, uh, what does that mean? And they'll all know what say it means. Baseball program keeps moving. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. The baseball program keeps moving. It keeps succeeding at a high level, and it wins a lot of championships and a lot of games mm-hmm. because it's not about me. Mm-hmm. And so when we try to point our guys to it's all about the G-Paul, we think it's going to help them realize that it's, it's, it's not about me. And then what we think it's going to do is it's going to help them understand the value of competing, playing, representing someone else, mm-hmm. someone that has poured in before you. Mm-hmm. Because, by the way, when you say it's all about the G-Paul, the current players that we have in our program right now are in that G-Paul. Right, right. And four years from now, when they've exited, they're still in that G-Paul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Their spot in that G-Paul didn't change. We're going to be talking to a next group about that, and those guys are going to be in it. So. From our perspective, it is really what our program, the baseball program, has made its uh, history and tradition from is that idea of the G-Paul. The G-Paul started in it. Right. But then those guys, you know, and, and, and it even goes to before Jeff Forehand's time. I mean, you had great mm-hmm. coaches before him, you know, all back to the Jim Wilson era, John McNeil era, mm-hmm. Jeff, Richie, and, and myself, is that it's always been about something bigger than – a home run, something bigger than a strikeout, mm-hmm. even something bigger than a state championship, mm-hmm. as fortunate as as we've been to to have those spanning from 1988 to 2022. I mean, think about that. Yeah, That's right. phenomenal. It is. You know, but it's bigger than that. It's bigger than baseball. And so for us, it's all about the G-Paul. You know, the G-Paul represents something – way bigger than the game. The game of baseball is simply for us the conduit that allows our circle to exist. Mm -hmm. Without baseball, our circle doesn't exist. There's no way you get that circle of kids and coaches without baseball. So baseball is what brings us together. But our program is bigger than baseball. Mm -hmm. Now, are we serious about the sport? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. But it's bigger than that. And because it's bigger than that and it's built around that G-Paul, we we feel like that puts the kids in the best possible position to be the best version of themselves. Now, take out every athletic program and insert any fine arts program. Sure. Now, take out any fine arts program and insert any extracurricular club. Mm -hmm. Now, take out any extracurricular club and insert any classroom that you walk into on this campus. Right. You've heard me say this many, many times as as – some of our listeners may have. You can't describe good pasture. Right. You can try, and, and I try. Yeah, we but, try. We yeah, have tried. Yes. You can't describe it. It's you a unique place. It. You yeah. got to live it. And once it. you live it, you love it. We're not perfect. We got a lot of areas to grow in that keeps us grinding, but you got to live it. And once you live it, you love it.
I think that's the way to end. That's so good. Heath, would you like to chime in? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Final words, Heath. Heath, did you want to say yeah. anything? I feel like Jimmy Kimmel, you know? <laughs> Our apologies to Heath Pickard. We <laughs> ran out of time. He's the Matt Damon of this uh, <laughs> podcast. I mean, after two weeks of missing. Yeah, this, uh, this is the best time I've ever spent with Heath Pickard, <laughs> just for the record. Well, I'm so glad you came. This is wonderful. I appreciate the invitation. Yes. I, I, you know, very passionate about our athletic programs yeah. here. Very passionate about this school and everybody that pours into it. And, you know, it starts with our leadership at the top and it extends you know, all the way down to, to every faculty staff member, every kid, every yeah. parent, every family member. It's just, uh, it's a special place. It's a special place. And things like this are what make, uh, good pastor unique doing mm-hmm. doing podcasts like this and so i appreciate what you guys are doing well, thanks and for coming. it's great for our community yeah. and uh excited excited to listen to the to the next episodes and uh, I'm, my hope is, my hope is that as you have great guests on the rest of the year that you'll recognize the value and the importance and the great the great thing that you can do in solo hosting this okay. and so uh, i hope that you as a leader of this podcast see the value in Making a change, you know. Yeah, maybe make, a permanent having, change. Having a hard conversation and making a permanent change. So I look forward to listening to future guests share well, with well, you. I, well, yeah. As See you, our as comments. You, as you solo host. Well, yes. thank you. And everyone listening, thanks for listening. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you.